Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the July 2021 CTSS quiz. We have 10 tremendously outstanding cases for you, and I hope you enjoy them. I hope you get them all right, but more importantly, I hope we can teach you something. So let's get started. The least likely diagnosis for this incidental mass is, and what you see is a large mass in the adrenal gland. It's unusual when you have peripheral puddling. I swear it looks like a hemangioma if this was in the liver. Could it be a primary adrenal carcinoma? It could be anything large. You always worry about that. Lymphoma can be unilateral or bilateral, usually not so vascular. Adenoma is typically a relatively hypovascular and puddling you don't see, but I will tell you that this actually was a primary adrenal adenoma a benign adenoma, what an unusual appearance. The one thing this is not is a renal cell carcinoma. This mass is pushing on the kidney, uh, it's from the adrenal gland. And again, it's a most unusual case. Honestly, I thought this was a primary adrenal carcinoma, but it was an adenoma. So it makes the point that adenomas can look really strange. In this patient with SLE and hematuria, what's the best diagnosis? If you look at the images closely on the axial and coronal views, you see this thrombus, non-occlusive thrombus in the left portal vein extending into the kidney and almost to the IVC, and this is renal vein thrombosis. Patients with SLE can get large kidneys, they can get renal vein thrombosis, they can get polynephritis, even infarction. Now infarction, you typically see wedge-shaped defects, you may see clot in the arterial side. This is not the appearance of pilo, obviously, uh, pyelonephritis, if it gets bad enough, can lead to renal vein thrombosis, but there's no perfusion changes here. And this is obviously not papillary necrosis. Typically, to diagnose papillary necrosis, you need excretory phase images anyway. The most likely diagnosis in this case is, well, you see a large mass, and then you try to say, well, what could it be? So I'll give you choices. Is this hepatoma? No, because it's really outside the liver. When you look at the coronal view, you know it's invading the IVC. Typically, when you think of invasion of the IVC, you think of three things. You think of hepatoma, you think of adrenal carcinoma, and you think of renal cell carcinoma. And those are all choices. Now, I will admit, you see a little bit of the right kidney, and it looks normal. Could this be an adrenal mass? It could be, but it's too low, so it's the wrong location. And then you look at it, it's really epicenter is the IVC. This was the unusual case of an IVC sarcoma, typically Leiermeyer sarcomas. They do occur, they can be very confusing, which you see typically, as in this case, is a large retroperitoneal mass and IVC involvement. So you need to think about this possibility. Just a terrific example. The most likely diagnosis in this case is, well, what you see is a two centimeter mass in the region of the neck of the pancreas, it has a peripheral enhancing rim. Adenocarcinomas do not enhance. Metastatic renal cell can enhance, typically does. Usually it's solid, not cystic, but can be cystic like this. But the kidneys, as you see them, look okay. So the patient has not had a nephrectomy, though theoretically there could be a mass off the kidney, which was resected a decade ago. Could it be a serous cyst adenoma? They are cystic, they can have enhancement, but not this bright circular rim enhancement. You could see enhancement by vessels stretching over the mass. So the best answer in this case is number C, neuroendocrine tumors. And this was a cystic neuroendocrine tumor, a really nice example. 
The most likely diagnosis in this case is, when you look at the mass, you can say, is this pancreatic or not? If it isn't pancreatic, then I think about a duplication cyst, I think about a mesenteric cyst, I think about a lymphangioma, but I've only given you four choices that are all pancreatic. When you look at the coronal, you can see the lesion is coming off the pancreas. Low density, water density, well-defined, that's classic for a lymphoepithelial cyst. Pseudocysts can be near the gland, but then you would see sequelae of prior pancreatitis. So this is a wonderful example of a lymphoepithelial cyst. That's a benign lesion, no malignant potential, and typically you can leave it alone. The most likely diagnosis in this case. Well, what do I see? I see the stomach is distended with fluid. That's great. But look along the lesser curvature. You see a break in the lesser curvature. There's wall enhancement, then there's a break, and then there's air bubbles. This is the classic appearance of a perforated gastric ulcer. Now, can I tell you if it's benign or malignant? Probably not. I would favor benign because there's not a lot of wall thickening. There's almost no wall thickening. Looks like a beautiful perforation. Gastric emphysema is air in the wall. Patients are very sick. It's a rare finding, but you would see more air and it would be in the wall. This doesn't look like a carcinoma. As I mentioned, you don't see the bulkiness there, but the most impressive thing is the ulcer, and it's not an undistended stomach. This case does make the point why you need to distend the stomach to be able to see these ulcers. The most likely diagnosis in this febrile patient it's interesting, you look at the kidney and you see what looks like decreased attenuation. And so I'm thinking inflammation. I don't think it's a TCC, it really doesn't look like that, but you can consider that. You would look at later phase imaging. You can consider pylo, it's hard to say this is not pylo. And truthfully, it's probably not an abscess, but pylo is a good thought. If you look hard, the patient had stents placed in the renal arteries. You can see that's the white stuff there on the axial images. And this was renal infarction post-stent placement. Clinical history in this case is obviously very helpful. And I will make the point that sometimes, if you only show me the images, acute pyelonephritis and renal infarction can look very similar. The most likely diagnosis in this case is low-density lesion in the kidney. There's some stranding around the kidney, patchy enhancement. This is not a complex cyst. It could be a cystic renal cell carcinoma, but the stranding around the kidney pushes me more to an inflammatory process. This doesn't have the wedge-shaped appearance of infarcts. This is more likely a renal abscess, and the best diagnosis is a renal abscess. And this renal abscess, like most renal abscesses, was due to E. coli infection. In this patient with chest pain following a motor vehicle accident, what's the best diagnosis? You see several things. On the axial view, you see what looks like an aneurysm and a regularity in the aortic wall. That tells me, particularly at this location, this must be a traumatic dissection. On the sagittal view, you see the little indentations. Just a beautiful example of a traumatic aortic dissection. There is some intramural hematoma from the dissection. Obviously, this is not motion-related artifact, and it's not a normal study. Classic location, right by the ductus zone, is when you see uh, post-trauma. You want to look carefully at the sternum. Often you will see sternal fractures, but you don't need to see sternal fractures to have aortic dissection. It's a typical acceleration, deceleration type injury. The most likely diagnosis in this case, 
I show you a standard axial and a negative display. There's a large mass in the 4CM range in the patient's left atrium. It could be a thrombus. It could be a myxoma. Retained foreign matter, I don't like that. And a sarcoma, I guess you don't have many sarcomas in the left atrium, but it could be perhaps. But when you think about it, the most common tumor, high percent in the left atrium is a left atrial myxoma. Thrombus do occur, but it's more typical. You'll see a stent in place. Um, you'll see it more commonly in the right atrium. Also, thrombi tend to be irregular at times. Atrial myxomas can be very smooth. So the best diagnosis, and in fact what this was, was a left atrial myxoma. So those are 10 absolutely terrific cases. I hope you enjoyed them. I hope you learned something, and I hope to see you back real soon. Have a great day. If you like this video, make sure to subscribe to the CTSS YouTube channel. You can also visit us at ctss.com for even more videos, plus quizzes, pearls, protocols, and oh so much more. We're also in the App Store and have well over a dozen apps for iPhone and iPad, all completely free. Thanks for watching.